Welcome back to a brand new episode of the College Comrades. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Follow us on Anchor. All the College Comrades. Big shout out to a few viewers from France and Spain. You guys are all the way out there. Dude, when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? Like... We're no longer just hitting people in the U.S. Like, we're in tons mm-hmm. of different states. We worldwide, bro. And but countries. But now we're, like, worldwide in different <laughs> countries. That's yeah. crazy. It makes me wonder if there's, like, a lower supply of podcasts in those countries or if there's just a higher demand for podcasts in the countries. Well, I, th- I, w- I want to say it's, like, the same as, like, upcoming artists here. Um, for example, I'm going to see Wit Lowry on... Actually, by the time this podcast comes out, he's going to be in Portland. So I'm going to that show. But he has sold out tours so many times in, like, Europe and stuff. So I wonder if it's the same idea that people just love Americans over there. Huh. I could be wrong. I'm sure people in Spain hate us. People Probably. in France and Spain hate except us. Except our listeners. Some, Thank you. Yeah, except for those people. But let's be honest. Those Unless are, they're listening on us to hate on us. Those are way better countries than the U.S. Honestly, if, if, if you guys in Spain and France are listening on us just to hate on us and make fun of us, uh, we still appreciate that. Yes. Or, yeah, while you're at it, go ahead and sponsor us. Another <laughs> idea. Yeah. Another do, we, idea. do we take euros? Or whatever they... I don't know if France uses yeah, euros, no, but... Let's do currency change. That <laughs> works. I'm sure, I'm sure Anchor figures it all out for us. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, my idea, another idea is, I wonder if, like, they're just, like, in some sort of, like, mass media class over there, and they're like, Uh all right, go find a podcast and, like, do a project on it or something. That'd be cool. We could be be some, like, sixth graders project. That'd be cool. Let us know, because that'd be awesome. We would love to see your, like, poster boards and stuff. It's true. It's just an idea. I don't know. They could be, like, 70-year-old people who just listen to our podcast well wait if <laughs> regardless they, i'm stoked that they're listening yeah. if it was like uh quote sixth grade school or that would be uh sixth year school then why um why would they be listening to an english podcast because I, I imagine in spain they would speak uh spanish dialect and then in france they would speak french so it would probably be grown people <laughs> you know what it really is it's our lack of knowing our own like country's history <laughs> and they honestly just want to make fun of us they're like and here's a podcast called the college comrades and they don't know their u.s presidents or whatever. <laughs> they don't know how their country actually operates something like that regardless shout out to those people well i mean england has had fewer leaders than we have because we've had 45 presidents and they've had maybe 16 to 8 Kings and queens. From my understanding, too, is those kings and queens don't have a whole lot of power. Like the Queen of England, she has the sole power to declare war, and everything else that she can do is very minor because they have like a board of people that oversee the country. Right. The, that's because of the the Magna Carta or the Great Chart. When in I think the thirteen hundreds, it was Robert the Mad or or maybe it was Richard Lionheart who all the parliament said, look, we're going to make you have to follow the law too now, so now you can't just do whatever you want. Yeah. Weird that I can spot the 
the facts historical from other countries, <laughs> but but I couldn't I couldn't remember uh, the difference between George Bush Senior and Junior. So anyway, shout out to you guys all yeah. in Europe. All that to um, say, thanks. Uh, we got stickers on sale. Uh, well, for sale, not necessarily on sale, but buyer stickers. Uh, that money for the stickers is going to the shirts. The shirts are in the works. We are in, I won't say what phase we're in, but they're in the works. Uh, so those are coming. If you are interested in buying a shirt, let us know. So that way we know how many to buy in the first order. Um, yep. So, I mean, obviously we're going to get a lot, but if we get a bunch and those sell out really quickly, like it's going to take a few more weeks to get those shirts. And their pl- our plan is to drop them on the first episode of next season. So we're doing 15 or 16 episodes, 16, 16 episodes for this season. We're going to take the entire month of November off. And then December is when we'll come back with season... Sometime in there. Yeah. Well, sometime in December. We'll come back with season two. That way, you can get your shirts, the drop of that first podcast of season two. And uh, you want to get them now, or you want to at least let us know that you want them now, so that you can get them for people as Christmas presents or birthday presents, stuff like that. We don't want you have to be waiting on back order. Mm Mm-hmm. after Christmas or something like that. Yeah. All right. So we've been doing, uh, we, for the most of this season, we did embarrassing stories, but we ran out of embarrassing things to do in public. So (laughs) we, last week was our first time doing the get to know you question. Yeah. Uh, I got another one for you guys. This one, it's pretty basic. So you're going to have to elaborate. If there's a story that goes along with it, then say that or, uh, yeah, just elaborate, okay? So the question is, what is your biggest fear? So, I mean, most people, their fears would be like heights or like sharks or something like that. Or like the ocean, you know, because it's like only a little bit has been discovered or whatever. Um, I mean, my fear is kind of like, other people can relate to it too, and that's like losing everyone and being alone. Like, not like relationships as wise. I mean, like family, friends. Yeah, being all by myself, I guess. <laughs> Knowing the fact that they, you know, died or something like that. That that's that's my biggest fear. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> pretty scary. Yeah. I have seen this thing on Twitter that I wish I hadn't have seen, but it was like this like super depressed like guy and the caption was when you like realize that your parents are getting older as you get older i'm like dang that's gonna suck that's gonna suck (laughs) to like and my parents like aren't old by any means but you know one day they'll get there and it'll suck i feel like my parents keep acting younger and younger (laughs) the older i get that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's a Hmm. Something to think about. It's always sad <clears throat> as you get older. See your parents getting old too. So. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I'll make a deal with them where they just don't get old. We'll see. <laughs> what are uh, your biggest fears, Kai? Or biggest fear? Well, 
my biggest practical fear would probably be heights. I'm I'm really not a big fan of heights, you know? They give me some real, you know, nervousness. Oh, I, I got. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I when I was, you know, younger, before I visited the Grand Canyon, I was real, you know, big fan of heights. Big fun. And then I visited the Grand Canyon, and I, like, tripped on the sky bridge, and now I don't have such a love of heights anymore. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, is what it is. I, my biggest fear, I would say heights, and my, when I was super young, my, we went to Multnomah Falls with my uncles on my dad's side, and they came to Multnomah Falls with us, and Mm -hmm. we went up to, uh, what at the time was just the first bridge, and my uncle picked me up and held me by my ankles over the bridge. Damn. And he was just doing it as a joke, you know. I was just like, Well, I doubt he would do it seriously. And, you know, I was like (laughs) five or... I was like five or six or something. But that was... That still, like, terrifies me. Goodness. I've definitely gotten over heights. I don't think I'm afraid of heights anymore because I've worked at plenty of summer camps that I've been ropes director or something like that. um, Where I'm, you know, doing staple climbs up, you know, 60 foot high trees mm-hmm. so done yeah a bunch of zip line work and, and stuff. i guess you could say i'm not as afraid of heights as i am falling because i really love safe heights like, yeah i love ropes course i love roller coasters i don't like so much you know things that aren't safe uh-huh. well i mean obviously they're safe because other people do it all the time but i'm just like no thank you you know yeah definitely i would my fear sucks I my <laughs> biggest fear is the fear I'm afraid of failing. Um or nah I know that failure is good for girl. I would say I'm afraid of being rejected. That's definitely my biggest fear. Don't and you were the rejected. first one to get married. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a correlation there. Maybe I should start fearing rejection. <laughs> um and there's a bunch of deep issues along yeah. with that that I'm not going to get into. But Any, Either are you two afraid of public speaking? Not at all. Really? I used to be. Not at all. But I don't care anymore. I realize that everyone else <clears throat> is in the room. I mean, depending on what kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like if it's like in front of the class, I know everyone else has to speak to you. I don't know they're scared. Right. But, um... And then you feel fine because they're scared. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like me, like speaking in front of a crowd, I'm chilling. Even if they're not scared or anything, it's just, yeah. I tend a, to care less now about, a lot of people think of it as, like, not just speaking, but, like, how other people will think about them. I literally care less about how people think about me now. Like, I've gained my own self-confidence, so. Yeah, yeah so there you go. Good. I'm the exact opposite. As a comms studies major, I can, I can speak up in front of people, you know, all day long. That's what I do. I don't write big papers. I do long speeches and presentations and stuff. But, so I can go up and do fine, but as soon as I sit back down at my chair, I immediately am like, crap, what if people hate me for that? What if they reject (laughs) me? Like, so. I guess you could say that the College Comrades is kind of a public speaking forum. You got people out in France. But we don't, (laughs) yeah, it's just that we don't have to deal with any of the nervousness of seeing the crowd. Mm -hmm. That's true, we're all comfortable with each other, so. All right, so 
that concludes our first segment. Let's either of you two. No, have, that was. No? I feel good about it. All right, we no, shall I'm see not, you. I'm not afraid of anything else. All right, we will see you <laughs> after the. Wait, Andre's giving me a look. What's up? Oh, today's Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and yeah. the full moon. So that means, like, all the crazies are coming out tonight. Technically, yesterday. Werewolves. So, I got <laughs> Friday the 13th, as some of you may know, is basically a tattoo holiday. You get discounted tattoos absolutely uh, off of sheets of paper i did this last year and so i have a cup of hot chocolate on my uh like right above my ankle like three or four inches above my ankle um and i got it for 13 dollars. so they you choose off of a sheet they've got a 13 dollar sheet you know they're size of a quarter or something like that right and then you've got a 31 dollar sheet a 61 dollar sheet and that's pretty much it Andre and I went and got Friday the 13th tattoos today. I got a lightning bolt next to my, uh, next to my ankle down there. By <laughs> the hot, the, next the hot chocolate ankle. next but to next, that one. Yeah, next to the And I, I got a, I got a cross <clears throat> on my ankle, so. Yeah. And, uh, why are you upset, Noah? Oh my gosh, dude. The guy <laughs> shaved, like, half my leg. I, he, he goes, hey, where's this gonna be? And I was like, uh, right here. And I pointed right Right there, right where I wanted. Yep. And he goes, oh, okay. So he gets out his razor, which I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad this guy's going to do this for me. He shaves up and down my leg. And it's a pretty big patch. But it's the size, it's the width of that razor blade. And then he goes over more. And he did it again. And I was like, uh... Okay, like he's just being sanitary and stuff. And then he went over again, basically to the back of like I can feel the back of my leg right now, and it's just soft. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking thigh to calf. <laughs> okay, he didn't <laughs> he didn't shave that much of my leg, but dang, there's like a huge patch of my leg that's just missing hair now. And and then once he's done shaving, he goes, "Okay, so where am I putting it?" I was like, "Dude, are you serious?" And he and missed I, the spot that Noah pointed out. The spot that I wanted it to be on, which it's parallel to the the hot chocolate cup, so it's fine. It's mm-hmm. it looks fine. Symmetrical. I, it's symmetrical. I'll put another one on the next Friday the 13th on that leg in the same, you know, vicinity. But my leg, I'm I'm 10 degrees cooler now because <laughs> my whole leg got shaved all the way up to my thighs. Like, better ventilation. Better ventilation, yep. My, my leg didn't get shaved because it was in a spot that's already, like, bare, so. <laughs> we all good. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, it looks great. He, like, sh- he, you're only, he's supposed to only do the outline of the, of the lightning bolt. Um, and he went above and beyond. He did some shading in between to make it look, make it pop a little bit more, so. Props to him, but I think he just did that. He went above and beyond because he wanted you to come back. Yeah, he did give me a business card because you I already got a tattoo. Artist. We waited but two you... hours to go in, by the way. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, my goodness. We we waited in the line for at least thirty minutes, and then wrote our names down and waited for another hour, and then went in. Yeah, yeah. totally worth it though. Thirteen dollars. Yeah, totally worth it. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. That's that's that. Now we go into ad break. Oh wait, we do we want to tell them about the Yes, not yet. The extra <laughs> Well we <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Alright, continue your sentence. What else yeah, yeah, yeah. what else do we have? Well we have a new ad. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a new ad, so take a listen. Uh this one I'm stoked about. Yeah, it's this one's pretty cool. It's it's about another podcast. It's a real fun podcast. Uh I guess, you know, you're gonna hear my pretty voice. 
quote Noah. You're gonna have my pretty voice. Yeah, you're gonna hear Kai's pretty voice. Big facts. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll hear about it. It's cool. cool. I I recommend it. All right. See you after the break. <laughs> All right, and we're back from the ad break. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, today's topic is dreams. So, if you don't know what a dream is, um, I have the definition. Hit him up. A series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. There's another dreams. definition, which is like a hope or a desire to do something in the future. Yeah, but dreams, we're not talking about that one. Dreams are very, uh, very interesting topic. You know, very complex. Because no one knows, like, why we have them. Yeah, no one knows anything. Right, or at least I mean, science the can't find do, out. But, like, I mean, like, it's kind of a weird, weird but very, very fun thing to talk about. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. We, we both looked at Noah, because we want him to talk next. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to, how do you tr- smoothly just start talking about this? I can't, I'm, uh, we can, let's, how about especially after Andre just said I <laughs> what, what can you say that again <laughs> okay what are dreams about boys <laughs> you were like no we cannot overlook this <laughs> he goes nobody knows anything about dreams except for the people that know about dreams <laughs> I mean, like a lot of people overlook it that's what I'm trying to say yeah oh. no, I definitely agree alright um, a, a good intro would be what inspired us to do this episode alright so why are we talking about this Andre, we just thought it was cool. I mentioned it one day. <laughs> what? Come on! But your today. but your theory, or is that later? Oh, in you mean talk about the theory? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Let's define our terms. We, we open it up. Let's define already, our terms. He already, op- he already did that. You were playing on your. You're playing was. mobile games on your phone. I was looking for my notes. We did research on this thing. He, yeah, he we already did research. Dis- he already defined a dream. According to WebMD, we dream at least four to six times per night. Uh, dreams exist to help solve problems in life, incorporate memories, and process emotions. So, going from that... Okay. That's uh, one theory. <laughs> yes, you mean, that You want me to bring up the theory that brought this theory. topic upon us? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got you guys. Okay. So, my theory was... Which one? The one I talk about today, or... I could bring both in. Okay, okay just do both. Of. We, we gotta get the train rolling. Oh well, oh, well okay. <laughs> yeah, so the first right one, <laughs> first theory that I thought kid. about into my head, I guess, it was when you're dreaming, you are entering an alternate version of you, or, um, yeah, like an alternate version of you from like maybe a different place or something or a past life. The multiverse, something like that. And when you go to uh, when they go to sleep, they see what you're doing. But when you're asleep, you get to see what they're doing. And, you know, they got a cool on, life experience. They? Your alternate version of you. Okay. The one you see through the eyes of when you when you go to bed. So you go to sleep and you... Your sense of self... Wakes up in a different To thing. a different placeholder. Yeah. Okay. And then he, he... That person has a lot of experiences, so... <laughs> yep. Interesting. But then maybe you think someone else is looking through your eyes while you're awake. Ooh. I don't know where and, that came up through my head. And that could cause deja vu. Nah, that's one. That's one way. Hey, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> the other way is I could... There's two different ways I can say about this. One's about dreams, one's not. But I'll bring it in because it kind of ties in. Um, 
dreams could be a memory of a past life, like I said. So, like, that's why you may have... Those are the dreams that you do remember, because those ones actually happen. Interesting. Uh Um, But the other one was, like, death. Think about that. They say people... Life flashes before their eyes, before they die. So, like, what if you're in the flash right now, and you don't know it? Like, your life already went through. And you're just living through that little flash, but it's just... You're just not refusing the the quick flash. You know, it's a it's a yeah, long yeah. flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why you experience deja vu because you actually have lived it before. You're just seeing it for the second time. Makes sense. Okay, okay. Hmm. Um, those are both like crazy wacky explanations. Absolutely for dreams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I... bring up random stuff. I think of random things all day. I'm a weird kid. <laughs> No because the, the I those fall through in a lot of places for me. <laughs> like, it's it's an interesting theory, but if you're living in the flash, then you're either are you talking about like a just a prolonged flash of light? Yeah. Okay. So then so it begs the question all of, the way before your eyes. Okay. So then you're just like re-seeing everything right now. And then you only remember a few parts of it, and that's why you get deja vu. But Where you're like, I've been here before. But wait. I but didn't go... Why didn't I have deja vu the first time I did it? Right. Why did I have deja vu the first time I did it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe... Did you actually do it flash. the first time? Well, how can I remember having a conversation about the deja vu I just experienced if I didn't have deja vu the right. first time? Facts. I just don't like believe it. Theory busted. It's just, you know, my mind's working and I'm like, I literally, I always just talk to Kaiba so we just say yeah. like random theories just like, have no sense No, making, like you, like you like, basically came up chance. with it this morning. Well, I've had the idea-ish uh, like that before. I've talked to my brother oh. about kind of things about yeah, yeah, yeah. dream and like that kind of deja vu stuff, but uh-huh. yeah. What was your other theory? The multiverse. The multiverse. Yeah, where you one. wake okay. up in someone else's body and that's what they're doing. That one's a bit out there for me. <laughs> well, yeah, the multiverse is a bit out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay, well, what do you have? Uh, yeah, well, my, my dream theories... Are you going somewhere when you dream? No. Okay. They're much more uh, sci- like scientific, uh, discovery-driven experiments or hypotheses regarding dreams okay yeah you know because sigmund freud shout out to him he said that dreams are just representations of unconscious desires he said that there were two different kinds of dreams there were latent dreams where events that transpire within the dream uh, represent deeper hidden meanings Mm -hmm. or that there were manifest dreams where the events are actual things that happen throughout the day and his follower carl uh carl young i think he was a student of Freud. He said that sometimes the dreams help us to reflect upon ourselves and help us, like, you know, like, get to know ourselves and like ourselves and kind of thing. Things that I looked up actually kind of tie into that. Yeah? But, like, what you just mentioned there about, like, the thing uh-huh. is maybe, and it just kind of sparked something in my brain. So that it's about, we go back to deja vu real quick. Okay. Um. What if, like, because they say, you know, dreams can, like, you know, have a past, like, thinking. But mm-hmm. I've also seen something, like, 
what I've researched, which I could talk, I'll talk about it later, but, like, it says, like, it is a, like, um, it, it can be a prediction of the future kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so what if deja vu is really just, oh, you dreamt it before. So then mm-hmm. it was a correct prediction. That is but kind of... But you just of... forgot about the dream, you know, how you forget, like, right. all the dreams every night. You know, like, I saw a meme once where uh, you wakes up, wow, what a nice dream, yep, yeah. brain, <laughs> what dream? <laughs> That's so, what I'm saying. But yeah. That, that could be a pretty actual, like, yeah, pretty explanatory. And that actually like, sort of ties working. into um, uh, another theory that I have on my page here, which is uh, threat stimulation, where uh, the, the idea is that the biological function of dreaming, because, you know, we spent so long trying to find out what the appendix did, and we still don't know what dreaming does. But the biological function of dreaming may be to stimulate life-threatening events to give us a chance to learn from these scenarios and rehearse threat protection and avoidance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the reason that is a common theory is because uh, dreaming like, uh, is often linked to the amygdala, and the amygdala is something in our brain right next to the hippocampus, which is only activated by real threats, real threats and gives us adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So when we dream and our amygdala is activated, you know, kind of got to beg the question, why that? I also um, found out why we always forget our dreams, right, when we wake up kind of thing. Yeah. And it's because, so when you're asleep, your brain's the only thing awake, right? So it's like doing its thing. So it needs something, some way to just do stuff. So it's, it's hitting you with them pictures and stuff. And when you wake up, it has to go back to working on your body. So then it's less important the dream is. So then it just completely forgets about it. Yeah, that's the... That's... A lot of what I have here on my sheet is what you're talking about there is the unconscious versus the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Freud did a lot of unconscious studying. Um, the idea um, is that dreams reflect at least from the theories and this is what i definitely believe is that dreams reflect our unconscious feelings and thoughts um, and ideas that either we don't even know about because we have that we have 73 percent of our brain is unconscious it's untapped it's which Mm -hmm. i guess it differs for every single person yeah um but the idea is that we have all of this untapped part of our brain because our brain is so strong. Um, and we, you know, doing menial tasks all day, you don't tap into that part of your brain. So when you fall asleep, uh, here, I wrote it here. When you fall asleep, your memory maker is turned off. So that's why you forget those dreams when you wake up is because when, you wake up, that memory maker is turned back on, so you may be able to remember some of that dream if you tell your memory maker, hey, remember that dream that I just thought of in the unconscious. It's crazy. When I was reading this, I was like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's some of my... So you guys were talking about meanings, and I actually have a a list that I can name off for you guys, (coughs) and it was 10... 10 things your dream could mean. <laughs> and I'll, like, not like, it'll give you specific examples, but right. little pieces to, like, think about. Mm-hmm. And I'll actually talk about it. So the first one is 
it could mean something of like your state of health. So like <clears throat> things in your dream, not necessarily you, could have a different meaning. So like if your car is broken or something, that could represent you. Mm-hmm. So, or, or it's cars out of control, you know, your like emotions can be out of control or something like that. That you're just not showing or anything. Um, second one is your state of mind. So, like, the setting of the dream can represent what you're focused on. So, if you are at work, that means you have a working mindset. And if you're kind of, like, I guess leisurely, that means, I don't know, like a calmer mindset, I guess, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, Number three, it's, uh, it can determine where your attention lines or lies, sorry. Um, so if you have like a short dream, it can mean you have like a short attention span. <laughs> and interesting. It could be like quick, quick dream, you know, or a longer dream. Um This is like what I was talking about earlier. It could mean a future possibility. It could give future insight of a possible outcome, but it's up to you what to do with it. So this is what it says it could mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like perfect. Right. Um, it's saying imagination. Some dreams can help you invent stuff, descriptions, or detail of things in dreams can determine your imagination. So, like, it was saying, it was like some inventor, right? They they had some dream, and it gave them, sparked the idea of how to, f- like, finish their invention on something. So yeah. It's, it's definitely sparking the... Mm-hmm. imagination side of you obviously because you can dream about a lot of weird things right, that you never would have thought of before yeah um number six is control of your habits so how you interact with things so if you're in a dream running away from something could mean you're running away from a problem in your actual life you know deeper meaning i guess like a bad habit or something mm-hmm it can mean expressing yourself, like what kind of clothes you're wearing. It's saying if you wear like work clothes, your business business uh, dude, yeah, minded, <laughs> I guess. If you're wearing like yoga clothes, you're like relaxed. And it's saying if you're naked, you're your true self. So, which is kind of weird. I mean, you know, I don't believe all this stuff, but like, right. some of it kind of makes sense a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, number eight is. The many parts of you. So the first person that you see in your dream could be how you describe yourself or how you view yourself. The first person you yeah. see. So like, it, you know, if someone's like in your mind, you know, like in the dream, someone's chasing you or something like that, you could view yourself as that, which is huh. kind of weird. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, number nine, this is how you are changing. So like, who you who was involved in the dream, something that could happen to them or something that did happen to them in the dream could be something that is going on with you or something that um I guess like you know, deeper meanings to it. But right. I'm I don't know. Something something like <laughs> you know, it could be something like that ish happening to you. And then the last one is um connection with your inner self. And it said People with the same sex represent your conscious waking mind, and people of the opposite sex represent 
your wise inner subconscious mind. And then it says, people who you don't know are pieces of you that you don't know. So, like, in your dream, if you, like, don't know who that person is or anything, it's saying that's part parts of you that is untapped. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, that was the 10 list, I guess. So. Man, that's a lot. <laughs> so, there's a... There's a lots of dreams that, you know, like I said, we don't know about. And yeah. It could have a lot deeper meaning to people that are listening. That, you know, they never thought about things like that. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, <clears throat> I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think I necessarily agree with all of that list. Like the naked thing being your truest self. When I'm naked in my dreams... I don't feel like my truest <laughs> self. I feel very vulnerable. I feel like very awkward. Like, well, I don't like naked dreams. You but know? wait, Maybe what if you're not comfortable? What if it represents Maybe. your true self? Because you know the 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 classic dream is, I'm in the cafeteria and I look down. I'm naked and everyone's mm-hmm. laughing right. at me. Like that could represent that you're afraid people will see your true self and not like it. Possibly. You don't seem to be convinced by no, that explanation. No, I'm not convinced that... I don't know. I guess it depends. Because I think because dreams come from the unconscious mind, your unconscious mind, I think it's hard to like get out a dream dictionary and say, like, this is the Like meaningful. a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. Um, which I don't think that list was a one-size-fits-all, but... I guess I'm just making the point of, like, if it's your dream, I think that you have to be the person to distinguish and identify, like, this is what what is true for my life. Um, because not everything's the same for well, yeah, everybody. It, the know? list was just <clears throat> what, thing, what it could mean. You, know, you could take pit, bits and pieces or, like, maybe one specific one from, like, number four or something like that. Right. <laughs> and, like, you can, you know open your mind about things like that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe it was like kind of a counter-ish thing to what you're saying about the uh, unconscious mind. About like, because maybe it's saying that you just don't know that yet, but you're, that part of your mind does know. Like the part that you don't use because you're unconscious that you don't know about. So right. maybe it knows how you like deeply true feel about it versus like your conscious mind, which doesn't know. Uh-huh. So. Oh, it's an interesting idea to think about, like, what what do my dreams mean? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> all <right. laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't got anything else um, on that specifically. All right. Then I'm going to jump in and talk about activation synthesis. Okay, it's an idea that was already brought up a little bit, but I just felt like saying the title of it. <laughs> it's uh, basically when we sleep, the REM cycles or rapid eye movement cycles cause stimulation in certain parts of the brain like the hippocampus and the amygdala, which maintain our emotion. So our brain works to interpret the emotional signals that just happen to come from the hippocampus because we're moving our eyes really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, because it's our unconscious selves that can 
mean that the barriers keeping us from being fully imaginative and creative are gone. So we are able to imagine with all of our, you know, potential. Right. And, and it's not because we, uh, we want to start imagining. It's just because that's all we can do when we're sleeping. Cause we have to interpret that yeah. anyways. Yeah. And dreams will usually take place near the end of our sleep because that's when we are getting the imagination. That's when our brain starts to wake up and says, Oh, what's all this emotion? Mm-hmm. It's a dream. And yeah. yeah. And that's why, you know, Oh, I had a dream that I was being rolled off a cliff and then my brother rolled me off the bed and I hit the ground and it wasn't the cliff, but the bottom. Cause you know, yeah. something happens in your, Yeah. I've had I've had those kind of dreams, not specifically like oh brother rolled me off kind of thing, but like right. you know or like oh I have a dream that like I'm not where I'm supposed to be or something like that, and I'll wake up on the on my bed or something like that when I fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, and obviously you know like my parents <laughs> took me there, but like I've had I've had dreams kind of like correlating to that, and I'm pretty sure you guys have had the dream where like you're about to pee in your dream. <laughs> And you wake up, you're like, oh boy, boom, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had that kind of stuff. Yeah. The, uh, I feel like I had something else. Oh yeah, so dreams can also be mere interpretations of external stimuli, like when we're being, when we're being rolled off our bed, or when the nor- the radio is playing when we're going to bed. It's, mm-hmm. Our dreams could just be how we work through that, or how we even process information that we receive throughout the day that our brain doesn't know what to do with. Here's the garbage can. That's your dream. Yeah. So so one thing is, um, when I go to bed, I use music a lot. And I did used to just leave headphones in, which was you know, not a big issue for me. But then my headphones broke. So oh. I just put them on speaker, and then I put a sleep timer on, so mm-hmm. like no one wakes up and my music's kind of loud or anything. But <clears throat> one time, like, I, then normally when I'm, in, like, in the middle of my sleep, I'll roll over or something like that, and the headphones fall out. So, like, no more music is in my ears. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, it happened, like, a couple times. It stayed in. And so, you know, like you said, right when you're about to wake up kind of thing, where you're, where you're dreaming. Yeah. My music was still playing. So, in my dream, it was just blasting music, which I don't listen to that loud music, but it was, like, too loud to where my body couldn't think enough or my, my brain couldn't think. So I had a dream, right? So I was like talking to people and I couldn't hear them because all I heard was the music Interesting. really loud. And like in my dream, I would reach to pull out the headphones. Nothing would happen. I just keep hearing the music. And that, that drove me crazy those few nights. And then, mm-hmm. I guess a couple nights later it broke. So it must have happened again and then Man. in my my sleep I, I broke them. <laughs> yeah. Was it was that a bad dream? Ish because like uh some people have had dreams before, like if you're fighting yeah. and your your punches miss every time. It's kinda like that. And uh every time I reach to pull the headphones out, doesn't do anything. Uh-huh. It's like they're there in my dream. And I take them out. It does nothing. So, like, I have no headphones in, in my dream. If I do in my actual, you know, self. Yeah. And the music's still blasting in my ears. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. So, should we move on and talk about 
like different kinds of dreams. You know, say bad dreams versus you know, not bad dreams. You ever had oh, it's completely off of that ish, <laughs> but like lucid dreaming? Have you guys ever done that? Is that where you're you recognize you're dreaming? Yeah. Yeah. You're I've, you're in control. I've probably had that like once or twice, but I cannot remember. They say you can do it by just like even if you're not tired, if you're not tired and you stay still, completely still for like twenty minutes, you'll fall asleep because like your body doesn't feel it needs to function because it's not doing anything. Hmm. So they're saying if you do that and you're prepared, you're like sleep, sleep, sleep kind of thing, uh-huh. and you do let your body sit there, it'll fall asleep and you will remember that you're falling asleep. So then you're in control. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, it. <clears throat> some people can force themselves into lucid dreaming. It's yeah. basically just telling the unconscious, hey, I am going to do this, and this is going to happen. Yeah, or you control just, everything. Just the idea of, or the action of remembering that I am going to dream about this, and you can control. Yeah. It's crazy how you can just, un- like, unlock, not necessarily unlock, but, like, tap into the unconscious. Right. Do you guys remember any lucid dreams you've had? Um, I have remembered one, <clears throat> and I was like Spider Man or something. <laughs> so I was nice. like swinging from the the buildings, which was pretty cool. But yeah, it's not that <laughs> I was purposefully lucid dreaming. I just knew I was dreaming. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is impossible. I am dreaming." And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw my hand up, you know, like Spider Man, and then I. Just start swinging. I was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, <laughs> shoot that, the webs. It. Oh my goodness, that's that's the only lucid dream I've ever had. But I've had people tell me that they have lucid dream before. Some people find it scary because you know their mind can control those parts, but I guess there's some parts you can't. So. Too much power. Yeah, <laughs> it's over nine thousand. It's kind of funny that when we go to sleep, our bodies rest, and then our brains just start going ham. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the brain's always working. The brain is so... It's probably, like, more complex and can run... It's like a computer, like, having amazing parts on the inside, but, like, a crappy monitor or something. (laughs) Like, you just... (laughs) The insides are too good for the outside, you know? Yeah, or or if I was to use the computer analogy even more, dreaming is like when the the desktop has all these files on it, and you don't need all those files there, so you just got to clean it up. Yeah, like you know, end of the day, nice and tired. All right, clean up the desktop. Ah, feel great. That's crazy. Yeah. They, uh, I got something here. Yeah, you do. Dreams, going back to like the meanings and stuff. Like, different dreams are masked by, like, hidden stress or anxiety. Like, stress. People, like, will always talk about, like, stress dreams. Like, oh, I've been stressed out, so I've been having these crazy dreams. Which, like, even with... Which leads, like, into nightmares. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even... I guess night terrors is something completely different. Right. But nightmares of, like just being super stressed before finals week or, (laughs) you know, like you go through, um, you go through, your family goes through like a hard loss or something like that. And then you have a dream. That's why I'm convinced like it's the unconscious, like, like you said, using the desktop, just getting rid of like reclaim the desktop and like the unconscious working through those emotions and stuff like that. So 
You know what else can cause nightmares? I'm just going to jump in real quick. Yeah, no, no, do it. Uh, some, mm. some studies, not all studies, some studies have found that if you eat food directly before falling asleep, you, you have nightmares. Yeah. I also heard that it determines on what kind of food. But yeah. Right. Like, if you know, have a bigger meal, spicier meal, you're probably going to have more nightmares. Yeah. Like, if you had an apple, though. That's fine. You're probably chilling. Yeah. A little snack bar. <laughs> little fruit snacks. A little snacky snack. A little chicken nugs. <laughs> Snacks. I'm just coming up with more and more words for snacks to fill the like silence. Your dreams or anything like that? Sure. Weird I have dreams. I have a list of ways of how to remember dreams. Shoot. Really? Yeah. Shoot it. So I was doing some research and it was I had I had punched in the question of like how to remember my dream. Like why can't I remember my dreams? Mm-hmm. Um and it has to go with, has to go along with that unconscious and the memory maker, the conscious thing that inside your brain that makes memories. Um, steps to how to remember your dreams um, is to re- is like we were just talking about. Tell the unconscious that you're going to remember the dream before you go to sleep. Spend like a few minutes meditating and telling yourself like i am going to remember what i dreamed about so when you wake up when the memory maker comes back on that goes into full effect um some other super big uh big factors that would help you remember a dream waking up without an alarm something that's gonna just like disrupt your sleep um something that's crazy is like i put an alarm every single day and I always wake up 10 minutes before it, no matter what. No matter what time it is? No matter what time it is. No matter when you went to bed? No, remember when we went to Seattle, right? Yeah. I had an alarm for 5.40 or something because we had to be here. I had to be here at your house at 6. Uh-huh. Whew. I went to bed at like 1.30. I know, bad decision, right? <laughs> um, But I woke up at 5.30. You know Even yourself, though my though. body was tired, I woke up because I knew there was an alarm. It's not that like, okay, it's I, not because I set an alarm, it's because I know it. So one time I put an alarm for 7.30 before class, and my class started at like 9.10 or something. So I set an alarm for 7.30, and I woke up at 7.20. But the crazy thing is, I was like, oh, you know, I don't need this alarm anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So I go and look, and it was actually set for p.m., and I didn't even know that. But because I knew it was 7.30, my body just woke me up automatically. And I don't know why I've had things like that. It's kind of weird. Like, one one time we were about to head to California, and it was like a 4 4 a.m. alarm or something like that. I woke up at like 3.50. It was crazy. Dude, you could totally work the midnight shift to anything, and you'd be fine. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. As long as my brain knows there's an alarm, it's just like, time to get up. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Other steps to remembering dreams. Uh, we talked about no alarm, uh, remembering to remember your dreams. Uh, and then dream playback. So as soon as you wake up, start thinking about that dream. Start Some people write it down. Reciting it. That's the next thing. Oh. Keep a dream journal. This is something that I do. Um, or I have done in the past. Not haven't been doing it recently. I but tried it, but I forgot. Keep a dream journal, and this is something else that another website that I looked into added. Keep a dream journal 
without societal norms. If you have a dream about killing somebody, write that in the journal. Um, especially because something like that, that's a detail that you don't want to overlook because that could have tons of meaning depending on, you know, what dream dictionary Absolutely. you're looking at or what stage of life you're in. So keeping a dream journal that doesn't stick to societal, societal norms. Um, and then is, is the right thing to do if we want to forget a dream. I did not look into that. All right. <laughs> The last thing on this list, which I have never done, I think I've done all of the following except for this one. Give each dream a title, uh, like you know, oh. swimming with the sharks or something okay. like that. So that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. It'll reawaken your brain because it kind of kind of puts a, a a label on it. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, shoot, <clears throat> like where to find it yep. when you go back into that memory bank. It's like Dude. going on a computer, click and search, type in the name. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and according to WebMD, uh, you 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 uh, you you the dream you have a dream every you have four <laughs> dreams every night, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to look up how to forget a dream and to talk. So you're good. Yeah. Um. But right, so you have apparently four dreams every night, says WebMD, because they can supposedly verify that, I guess. But. But you only remember... Actually, I've, I've woken up remembering three dreams before. In one night? Yeah. I think I think I remember two in one night before, Max. But that was it. Mm-hmm. I, I remember... Actually, I had a dream a few... Well, three dreams a few nights ago. And I only remember, like, a few of them. But, yeah. Okay. How to forget bad dreams when you wake. Step one. Remember that the dreams aren't real. Step two, breathe. Cal- you know, I'm thinking how to get over this. I think that's just anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Recite a calming mantra. Okay. <laughs> that's anxiety. Yeah, this is not. Hold up. I got to look up something else then. Lame. All right. When do you want to talk while I think more? It says how to forget a bad dream. So, like, you were, someone was saying something about nightmares, like how they, uh, they can be caused or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So it says nightmares can be caused by anxiety, depression, PTSD, and sleeping disorders. Also, something to add to that is drugs, whether it's yeah. medication or you know you're just shooting up heroin or something. Which one thing is pretty crazy about nightmares is a. Uh, for me, a lot of what people would consider nightmares don't really like. I don't consider them nightmares because they don't really scare me. Huh. Most of them. It nothing scares me. So like it's like, <laughs> for me. It's like an adrenaline rush. It's like I'm in a scary movie, mm-hmm. but like I'm not scared. It's like, is that because you're the bad guy? No. Well, <laughs> actually, one time, one time in my dream, I have woken up and I was the bad guy. Dang. After you woke which up, which is kind of, well, no, like I know, right, right I'm before, teasing. Right I'm, before I woke up, I make jokes. That's what I do. <laughs> in my dreams, I just make bad jokes, and then I wake up and wait, I wasn't dreaming. Continue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You guys have anything else to add besides like talking about kind of dreams or like what we've ch- we've had? Uh, so. I I can talk about some this one, I had this one reoccurring nightmare when I was a kid. So we're gonna talk about our dreams, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I, I figure we'll just jump into it. Yeah, go for well, it. Well, I mean, go you, for it. Well, yours was a great segue into your stories. If you wanted to, no, I was just saying in general. I said you want to talk about our dreams, and you said no, and then you said I can oh, talk about just go for it. Just somebody start talking. <laughs> I heard. About your dreams. I heard. Do you guys have anything else to talk about? And then go I heard. Go for it. Just all right. Go, all right. Go. All right. All right. All right. When I was little, 
the the most prominent dream that sticks out in my memory was a reoccurring nightmare that I would have maybe every two weeks, uh, and it was a three frame dream. All right, three frames. I'm talking three frames. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a cheetah pouncing. That's it. Yeah, it was like like ready to pounce stance in the air stance, and then like even further in the air stance. Those were the three, those were the three frames. And you've and, had that multiple times. Yeah, but it was just like the cheetah, and the background would be a luminescent, glowing green to red kind of light, and it, it was just a cheetah jumping, and it scared me. One one thing I've had a recurring dream, right? Um, I bet. And one, it was like they're slightly different every time, but it was like six nights straight, and it was. I was at a mall, right? I was on the second floor. And then, like, one time, I'd be leaning over the glass, and I fell. Right? Oh. Right before I hit the ground, wake up. Other Big times, trips. I get up. <laughs> that that dream must have been a trip. Just complete, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my get, just get up, and I jumped off. And then, right before I hit the ground, wake up. You know, next night, someone pushed me off. Or... or you know, I'm just leaning or something, and, and it was it was crazy because I had that so often, and it's not that I was like, oh, I'm just remembering. Oh, remember that one time I had that dream? It like happened every time I would wake up, and I'd be like, again, bro, come on now, give me some, <laughs> Talk, give talking me some to yourself. New. Yeah, like, come on, unconscious. <laughs> but yeah, I've that's the only reoccurring dream I've had before. But like, dude, I would. It's a weird one. I would probably, if I was in that scenario, try to put things that I'm jumping into, or falling off into. Like, oh, look, a ball pit. Or, or <laughs> No, mine was ground. Yeah, but you changed that. It's your dream. You do what you want. I wasn't lucid dreaming, bro. I didn't say you were. I was like 13. <laughs> <laughs> Noah? It's interesting. Do you hit the ground every time? Or do you not hit the ground every time you dream? Or fall when you're in a dream? Have you ever hit the ground? Um, have I? Yeah. I have. I have never hit the ground. I've it hit wakes the ground. Me every single time right before. I hit the ground every time. <laughs> not even kidding. You know, I've done some of this, some of that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> does, it, does it hurt? That's kind of wild. Uh, not really. I I don't have dreams where I fall very often. Um, but when I do hit the ground, I just get up and keep going. And then fall again. Not keep fall again. <laughs> I don't think I ever fell more than once in a dream, but I... Ever always hit the ground and get back up. Like I've never, I people, I've you know everybody I've talked to they they say like oh like I always wake up before I hit the ground and I wake up and you know I'm in a panic and stuff and I'm I have never been able to relate to that because I hit the ground every time and I get up every time. I don't wake up in a panic. It's just <clears throat> I wake up and I was like really again, and that was it. Yeah, move on with my day. I wake up and I'm like, wow, that really hurt in the dream and I'm not hurting right now. <laughs> and I think, what is that about? Or actually, sometimes it will really hurt when I wake up and like my muscles are super tense. Yeah. And, and like sore. One time I got shot in the leg in my dream and I woke up on the ground, like off my bed and I was, my leg was cramping. Jeez. Huh. That was... <laughs> I was like, why is this so real, bro? Dude, I, I died in a dream one time and... The dream kept going, and I was just, like, watching. And I could see my dead self, and I could see everyone, like, talking. 
but I had no recognition that, wait, I'm still here, even though I did. I just thought, okay, I'm dead, now what happens? Yeah. And I kept watching the story. I actually had a dream kind of like that. It was just everyone forgot who I was slash that I'm there. It's like I was invisible kind of thing. Including but, you? What do you mean? Like, you know, everyone forgot. Did you forget too? Oh, no, I didn't forget. I knew who oh. I was. It's like, it's like <laughs> if we live in the world right now, but you had never met me, and Noah had never met me. Okay. But I know... And we're just doing a memories. podcast with you. Not right now. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, like, you guys, I, you guys have no memories of me or anything at all. Like, I do, existing actually. In my dreams. Stop <laughs> rolling and let him say the dream. Right, and right. then, but I had all the memories of us, much like I didn't even exist. Like, you guys couldn't see me or anything. Interesting. It, I don't know what that means, but it was, I mean, it wasn't specifically, it was an right. example, but right. I've had that before I was younger, so that's pretty crazy. Oh. One of the, one of the dream that stands out to me uh, from my childhood is I am standing above this lake on a bunch of wooden poles, probably a couple feet from each other. They're round, circular, wooden poles. And they're probably a foot from the water level, a foot higher than the water level. And I am balancing on these wooden poles, feeding peanut butter to alligators. And the dream would fast forward to, like, me being stories above the water and... Uh, and then I would fall into this lake of alligators trying, you know, with this peanut butter. I would hit the water, get eaten by the alligator, and then I would wake up. Damn, why you die in your dreams, man? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Huh. Definitely a trip. (laughs) (laughs) You good? boy. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to make that morbid or anything. No, well, but I've I had, die in my dreams. I've I, had I a never morbid wake dream, up before, which I'll talk. Well, might as well say it now, I guess. Yeah. It kind of ties into my big fear, and there was two separate occasions on this kind of dream, and one of them was, like I said, you know, my family, everyone I care about, like dying or something like that. That's my biggest fear. That happened in my dream, and I couldn't do anything about it. It's like I was there, but couldn't do anything, and then the person left me there to live so that happened once (laughs) and then the second time it was a similar situation but right before i woke up my eyes had woken in the dream and it was me that i was the murderer and i was like oh cool so now i show my family a lot of love so (laughs) (laughs) i was like what is that to make up so so if your pan-dimensional theory is right and I a, guess it, my alternate version of me yeah. is killing killed them, or, or I guess in the future that happened. Yikes. Yikes. Please don't let me do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we're going to stop you. <laughs> I said everyone cared. That means you guys were there. Oh. But how are we going to stop everyone you? I care. If you got to kill me, then kill me. Let's not. Let's change <laughs> the topic. <laughs> how about any happy dreams? <laughs> Anyone? What? 
I've had some happy dreams, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Okay. Let's keep it PG. I mean, even though we just talked about murder. Okay, let's keep it... (laughs) PG-13. Bring it back down to general audience level. Yeah. I guess it's kind of happy-ish, the ending of it. All right. All right. So... (laughs) Okay. That's what I was referring to, Kai. Mine was... uh, (laughs) I was in a clown house. And I was running away from this clown. I don't remember why I remember this one always so much. It was, was like well, Happy Dream? Was, yeah. it, was it Ronald yeah. McDonald? It was supposed to be like oh, kind of a, no. I would not oh. It was supposed to be like a, a nightmare. Like I'm telling you, my nightmares don't scare me. But like. But you were running. I got caught by the clown. Which I really don't like clowns. But I got caught by the clown. Oh, you know, he was just right? it's not, clowning the around. The reason it's not scary is because like. He, he like went to my forehead. <laughs> he doesn't even care. And started licking my forehead the clown what? and I was like oh. what is going on right and then my body wakes up and my dog's licking uh, my forehead I'm like ah oh, Rocky <laughs> you, you sly dog hey oh. oh. I told you I had a happy ending wow so your jokes are funny and mine are apparently not I was in the middle of speaking while you said it <laughs> I mean you were in the middle of speaking when you said yours you guys were insane oh my goodness <laughs> sly well. dog it's not even any better than mine. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> right, sorry. Happy dreams. Um, hmm. Hmm. When I was when I was in middle school, I would manipulate my dreams. Not quite lucid dreaming, but but to go to bed, I would uh, fabricate my life. That sounds really weird to say. Let me read that kind of. No, I've had that kind of thing. Well, like I would imagine. Okay, I wake up and then I would try as best I can while lying still to physically get out of bed in my head and then like walk down the hall and yeah, that's legit lucid dreaming no 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 but I wasn't asleep yet okay I would I would do everything I could to like um live a life that I created and I would you know walk outside and boom my best friend had, had been living in the house next to me and kind of thing and I would go out and it was it was it was trippy I've had that kind of thing, though, like, before I went to bed. Right, it's it's almost like I'm a... like, thinking, oh, I'm, oh, I'm on a yacht right now or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then, you know, try and get that in my dream, but uh-huh. it doesn't happen all the time. But I've had that. I've done that before. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a mind palace kind of thing. Because I can remember everything about it. Yeah, mo- those stuff is because, you know, your memory bank is on. So. Right, well, I worked so hard to create it that it's like... <laughs> I mean... Because yeah. I, I, like every night for a, basically a full year, I would just think, "All right, so what's today about?" Yeah, and, and I would spend so much energy trying to get up and and leave, but like also fall asleep at the same time. You know, multitasking. Yeah, it, it was a brain multitasking. It was a trip. <laughs> nice. Yep. So I guess, so that's kind of a happy dream, I guess. But it's because I got to choose everything that happened. So yeah, I guess it is a lucid dream. I you have know no more. It? I have nothing else. <laughs> Noah, you got any happy dreams to close us out? Uh, yeah, maybe I should have asked Noah. you. <laughs> not that kind, Noah. No, I. No, I don't think so. I think we're. I don't. You have no happy I dreams. I can't think of any. I die in my dreams, and I don't wake up. This man is so Yikes. dark. Yeah, I'm a very dark. We'll, we'll make sure to. <laughs> we'll make sure he's okay. <laughs> DM him. DM him. Tell him you love Noah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> All right. We had right. that. 
list for our listeners and for us too. We should record some of our dreams and then do another episode. Yeah, wow. that'd be cool. That'd be cool because I can't. I only have that one or two yeah. to recall. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any others. I only brought but up like I, four. Maybe if I went and grabbed one of my dream journals or something like that, I could probably throw some more. So, uh, I'll tell one more dream story just to end us to end us out. Yeah. So this was probably the most vivid dream I ever had. I told Noah about this the morning I woke up. I was uh, walking down a hallway, and every step I and the the ground was made of pure gold. Like the whole building I was in was just pure gold, and every step I would take. I would fall deeper and deeper into the gold, and I would like quicksand gold. Right. Well, I was it was it was more uh, a liquid, so I was like walking through a swamp, but it was gold. And then I remember getting to like the steps near the end and thinking, how on earth am I going to climb these steps? Because I was already at my neck, like, and I'm I had basically uh, all right. I'm giving up. I can't. There's nothing I can do. And it was the total desperation and like like burden that I felt was it was huge, but then. And this is a religious dream because I'm a religious guy. But then Jesus comes walking down around the corner at the end of the hall. And he sees me. He goes, what are, you, what are you doing there? And walks over. And he grabs my arm and pulls me up. And then I'm standing on the ground. And, and then, you know, I got to walk down. And there were, like, various relics and things in the hallway. But I remember when I woke up from that dream, I, was, I had never felt so lighthearted and so... It was, you know how, like, you finish a nice race or you finish something athletic and you feel like you're floating? I had just woken up and I'm, like, already floating because I had, it's as if I, that week, I had gone through so much that I just felt worthless and burdened and all this stuff. But then I wake up and everything is gone. And I was ready to, like, I don't, I didn't even care what happened that day. Great start to it. Nothing even special happened that day, but it was just an amazing day because it doesn't, nothing Nothing good has to happen for it to be a good day. I like it. Yeah. So let that be an encouragement to all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good has to happen in order for it to be a good day. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. We are the College Comrades. Bye-bye.